Spoiler alert, boys. This is a uh, review pod of Fifty Shades Darker. So just uh, lo- on the lookout, just in case you hadn't seen this and for some reason you really want to and you don't want it spoiled, I wouldn't listen to this episode. I appreciate the download right now, but you're going to have to go watch a movie and then come re-download for double the views. I appreciate it. Thank you. And here we go. Recording from the Ethel Studios, this is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? Big butthole blast. Harley, that's some real initiative by the executive producer to try to bump the ratings. Soups only, dude? Oh, if we're talking like broccoli cheddar soup, dude. Oh. Yeah, party girls. Ooh, yeah. Blonde haired sisters. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, Grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pic. So I was younger than her when I was beaten off to her. <laughs> Hashtag statutory beat off. So, we're going into a movie review, and we're going to start off with the question that's probably on everybody's mind. There was an over, under, I believe it was, what, 25 minutes into the movie? Would, myself, the executive producer... I think it was, would I? (laughs) Pop would, before 25 minutes into the movie. And basically... it, 25 minutes in the movie is um, almost right after the first sex scene. Mm. So, it said, I think it was like 79% to like 21% that I would I would bust before the uh, 25 minutes. Bust a boner, not bust a... Yeah, no. bust a boner. Yeah, just sport wood. <laughs> bust a boner. Pop a boner. Um, so, Chris... How long do you think it took me? Because you've seen the whole movie. Do you, do you think it took me to pop a pop a wood? And how, was, how long did you pop? How long did it take <laughs> you to pop I'm wood? I'm sticking with you right now. Okay. I, I, uh, I'm one for Australian ballots, so, but I will reveal my vote on the, on the poll. You're all for what? The Australian ballot. I don't know what that means. You're going to have to clarify because if I don't know what it means, the viewers definitely don't know what it means. <laughs> it's basically you cast your vote in secrecy. People don't know who you that's, voted for. That's what they do in America, but then everyone has to go on Twitter Twitter going, if you voted for a so-and-so, you're a moron. Anyway, I definitely voted that you would pop wood before the 25-minute mark. Well, now that you've seen it, are you sticking with that? Because you probably hadn't seen I it. I remember the first sex scene, and it was a little steamy, i got to tell you. So, oh, yeah? You thought so? I think you definitely popped a little chub-chub there. All right. I don't know how easily Harley pops wood, though. That's another factor. One, I didn't see the movie. Two, I'm not sure how how quick Harley gets a hard-on. Like, Harley, do you get hard-ons at strip clubs? Uh, not just by viewing, but dance. Okay. Yeah, there's no way he got a hard on from. Okay, all right. So the Dorian poll, Gray. The polls <laughs> were twenty percent over, eighty percent under, and I'll say the twenty percent that went over, you were absolutely correct. Zero wood popped the entire movie. 
So your poll never went up once? No. This and that tells sucks. you a little bit about this uh, this movie, if so, I do say so myself. So, Harley, this, was th- this movie ended up containing less sexually explicit stuff than the softcore stuff you used to watch every night in the dorm room. Yeah, but I wasn't popping wood in the dorm room. You weren't? <laughs> Jesus, I didn't realize you had it tucked in your fucking... Uh, your spandex or your <laughs> waistband. I don't know. The wind blows and I get a wood sometimes. I, who who controls it? I don't. Harley orders out pizza, puts the porn on for him. Big sausage pizza. <laughs> Someone like, call you a cuck, Al. How does that make me a cuck just because right, I can pop right, wood let's, on command? Let's, let's stay on topic here. So we're talking <laughs> Fifty Shades Grayer. Darker? Which one is it? I think it's darker is the actual uh, Uh, thing. It's grayer. But I think it's Fifty Shades grayer for the pod. Yeah. We don't want trademark infringement or anything like that. Yeah, we tried to get a a girl who watched the movie just for a little female perspective, but uh, she was washing her hair tonight, so she couldn't make it. (laughs) Shit. All right. So, um, first of all, I'm going to give this movie, if I was just comparing it to the other one, I think it's definitely... Not up to par of the last movie. Well, what about the other Whoa. one? Did, what, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Did both of you see the first yes. Fifty Shades yes. of Grey? Yeah. Yeah. You thought this this one was Fifty Shades Grayer was worse. Fifty Shades Crappier is what I would Are call it. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa. See, this is, this is why we need a female third party here the to fir- settle the score. The first one, I couldn't stomach. I wanted to turn it off, but I had rented Why? it. Why? I thought I thought there was way too much awkwardness in her character. Rose, right? <laughs> yeah. Anastasia Rose. Anastasia. That's I thought there was. They played up the fact that she was awkward way too much. So what? You just didn't believe a chick that looked that good could be awkward? No, no. I just didn't think the act. I, I realized the same char- the same actors, but I thought the acting for some reason was a little off in the first one. I thought it was written poorly. I didn't think it flowed well. <laughs> I also don't really remember the first one much just because I fucking hated it. All well, right, so... so Chris, Chris, what did your girlfriend think about the first one, though? She hated it. But Bob, Bob also didn't like the first he one. Hated, she hated the first one, but... That's not, <laughs> that's not satisfactory for the pod because that's, that's a good comment. She was into the sex? What are we talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, you don't want to say it on the no, pod? Of course not. <laughs> it sounds like y'all took a little bit of the movie home with you. Well, uh, Harley, let's just say she thought the she thought the movie sucked, but you know it had its perks. Oh, okay. She liked. Uh, it worked a little magic on her. You really thought the first one was better than the second one? Give me your reasons why. Okay, so the first one, the storyline makes a lot more sense. Okay, you got this chick. She's like in college, she's graduating, and you have this billionaire show up. Of course she's getting that dick. Like, this is a this is a classic story of aristocrats get what they want. You've been going hard with that word it's, tonight. All right, so... So, Harley, the movie's basically... This rich, when, when you're this rich and famous, you can do anything you want, right? Yeah, and he's into... You can just walk up to him and grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so... So he, um, you know, he's he's this rich guy. He's he knows what he wants. He likes to dominate women, and he brings her into his world. And he's he sets all this stuff up. He's got a phobia of like 
consensual normal sex. In For this, a reason. In this, yeah, because he's was you know an old cougar showed him mm. the ways of dominatrix. Oh yeah. Um and kinky shit. But then in the second movie here, they're having like normal sex too often. Like the whole first sex scene was like normal, Ugh. normal sex, and it was just like. No, this guy can't get his rocks off unless he's dominating that veg, and he's not heard doing that. that heard here. that. The point was because he was changing. He no longer wanted to be. He was trying to no longer be the dominatrix who was just looking for different submissives all the time. <laughs> he loved Anastasia Rose and wanted a normal relationship. Let me ask you her. this: Why would he like her? Was there anything that in the two movies that makes her different than anything else? What's her redeeming qualities? Is it her bangs? Like, what is it? It's a movie, so her entire personality is crammed in an hour and 45 minutes of runtime. Of course you're not going to see it. Wait, wait. Her name... Okay, but that's what... If he's going to change his ways, doesn't he have to see something different? Like, shouldn't they play up that attribute? They're just like, oh, he, he never brings a woman around. Oh, my God, he must really like you. And it's like... Like, what about her? She's got bangs. She doesn't seem to really be submissive into his shit. This guy would have kicked her out immediately. You keep saying bangs, but are bangs... I mean, I I know you don't give a shit about a girl's bangs. Like, why you keep saying that's her only redeeming quality? I was being facetious. Like, fuck bangs. Bangs overrated. I think that's the thing that he liked about her, is that she wasn't submissive. She didn't listen, obey all of his commands. Evidenced by the fact that she didn't want to sign the contract in the first movie. And then you remember that scene where the crazy chick who tried to kill herself is in, in the second movie is in Anastasia's house with the gun? Yeah, again, how'd she get in there? <laughs> this whole the whole thing is plot twist on terrible. But yes, I get it. And he you goes guys are not that, explaining this well. Well, okay, so stop. What's the premise of the movie? We'll set the scene. The pre- that's the funny part is there's no premise of this movie. It's fucking kiki sex and submissives that and really power. So anyway. So it's an episode of Gigolos. This is, um. so what the scene Chris is talking about, spoiler alert, is... I'm never going to see it. Christian Grey has got an old, old uh, piece that is uh, evidently been emotionally scarred by the lack of Christian moving on to Anastasia. And the lack of him moving on? Whatever. Anyway, he, he moved on. Move. So he moved on and this old lady's vag is drying up and withering. Well, because she was being she was submissive she was submissive. So she's owned by him or whatever. She's got some fucking mental bullshit. She's like Stockholm syndrome. Alright. So she breaks into the chick's apartment, has got a knife and is gonna kill her for Basically banging this All right, billionaire. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The billionaire comes in and basically one tells Anastasia off and tells her to leave, and then makes tells her to leave her own apartment. Yes, yeah, so it makes this other girl like bend down, submit, and like kiss his hand or whatever the fuck happened. He definitely fucks her after that, right? This guy can't lay off of that, and then he goes back into the limo, and she and Anastasia's cool with it. And her whole premise was she's not cool with that kind of shit. No, she wasn't cool with it. She was upset. They, they made <laughs> th- up. But. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. By him, like, faking a plane crash death or whatever the fuck happened there. Oh, Jesus the helicopter Christ. crash. Oh, that this, scene pissed me off. Th- this billionaire's flying his own helicopter. So this is how we crash get- and they both survive. Not Anastasia. Dude, he had some other uh, chick What was with him. so dumb about that helicopter crash is all of a sudden his rotor starts smoking and he's fucking, whoa, we're going down. Crashes. 
Fam, like there's a search party out for him. Can't find him. All of a sudden, he shows back up. They, they were in like somewhere. His house is in Seattle. I think they were made, crashed in like somewhere else. In out, between Seattle and Portland, and Portland maybe. maybe. Anyway, he crashes. There's a search party out. The movie makes it seem like several hours went by. And then all of a sudden, he no calls, no nothing on the news. He just walks back into his penthouse mansion where his entire family is glued to the TV, waiting for news of him. He looks a little disheveled, dirt, a little bit of blood coming from his head. The motherfucker crashed in a helicopter. <laughs> and then they say... They walked through the woods for miles! And then they say, well, well, you didn't call? And he's like, no, I lost my phone. Dude, how the fuck did you get back and he, you... How, how'd you have not a scratch on you, but you lost your phone? Is it, it is this played by Bruce Willis from Unbreakable? <laughs> but this is my problem with this movie. Like, did, what the fuck was that? Who does that? Who crashes a helicopter and then walks 5,000 miles <laughs> and gets to wherever the fuck he's going? No wonder you can get a boner. It, this, is, this is just bad. <laughs> this, the storyline's horrendous. This sounds so fucking bad. Where's the sex? And then, like, and then, like that's, that's another thing I'm. Kinda, Where's the sex? That's another thing I'm kind of pissed about. It's not that kinky, man. Like that little leg thing All you right, put I on. I want to talk about that. So, okay, so so she finally gets into this um this room. She says, "Let's go to the room." And the room's basically the sex torture room. And he pulls out this thing that just is like a leg spreader. I don't know if you know what it's called, but yeah, it's a, basically yeah. a leg He's spreader. He's a gynecologist? It looked like a tool gynecologist. Yeah, basically, it goes around the ankles, though. I think gynecologists probably go like higher towards the thighs. Stirrups. Anyway, anyway. I think they're called stirrups. Anyway, it splits her legs open. And the thing is, when she pulls it out, he goes, oh, you got to learn to walk before you can run. And I was thinking, what's so fucking hard about this toy? Anybody could use this toy. Yeah. Oh, does it keep her legs open? You know what else keeps your legs open? The guns do. Yeah, exactly. Whole- Bazooka style. Yeah. Grocery bag style. It gets it done. It, so, I don't know what that means. So, like, they pick, like, the most normal of the toys. And, and the first one, they he chains her, he hold, uh, hangs her by her arms, and he's taking the, like, the, the whip and yeah. smacking her around. Way better. And then on Cusser and Mouncer, way better scene than anything in this one. The the scene where they went to the masked ball and he put those I thought they were fucking anal beads. They sure as shit looked like them, right? Yeah, but anal beads are normally like a string of them, right? These are just like this is like, like three. Two, yeah, two these or are three two of them. Yeah, it's like a rosary for your asshole. Now this or so I hear. This wasn't what this is. Have you guys ever seen anal beads in real life? No. No. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I, I don't see why how that would be anybody's pleasure. Anyway, hey, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you can try it. So, but he gives her these like, like basically look like pussy marbles, and they, they she basically clenches them in her vagina. And anytime she laughs or do something, supposedly it gives a sensual feeling. But you're, you're telling me this girl has done Kegels enough to be able to hold these into the party the whole time? She's, so she's walking around with uh, yes. marbles shine. in her vagina. How big are these things? Are these the things you're, they, you, you know, rotate in your hands? You know that? Yeah, yeah. You know that thing on people's like decks? That I, I know what they are. That's back a metronome. Forth? Yeah. It was about balls? the size of a metronome ball. I see when he ends- but she's holding him in there the whole night, and That's, then when he goes exhausting. to bang her, he reaches in and pulls him out. See when he put those inside of her, I thought they were going to be vibrating, and he would have the remote. 
So whenever, <laughs> seriously, that's what I thought. So whenever I've seen that on cam shows before. So whenever they got in a conversation and like she was all normal, all of a sudden you'd hit the remote and you'd see her go Ugh. the shock thing. I thought that's what it was gonna be. Yeah, the I sec. G- I think they had nipple clamps, but he never actually put them on her nipples. Yeah, he yeah, didn't even and, connect it to a battery. And then he made the the great joke of giving her diamond earrings or whatever they were, and he goes, "Oh, they go in your ears." The, Okay, so so far you shit on the second movie the whole time. How do you like the? How is it better? The sex was better in the first one. The storyline's better. No, nah, the story. The fact that what, what? Let's talk about her new boss. Oh, you want to get me started <laughs> on Jack? Yeah, I love Jack. I think honestly, Jack made the movie for me. Okay, first of all, this Jack guy is is evidently. He's a the stereotypical can't ever keep his female assistant because he keeps banging them all the time. <laughs> there must be bad as sex though if he can't keep them. And that's not why he couldn't keep them. You find out why he couldn't keep them later. So, Spo- spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, do tell Chris because I, I I'm never gonna watch spoiler, this movie. Spoiler so. alert. So Jack shows up on the scene. She's at this new job, and her whole thing, Anastasia's whole thing is like, I don't wanna be um Dorian Gray's little uh, penthouse slave. Well, let's for a little further. Dorian Gray. His name's Christian. <laughs> uh, um, he read the book. That's his. It's his name in the book. I read. So anyway, um, quick, quick question. He bu- he buys the company just just to like make sure she can take vacate doesn't take vacation whatever. Well, I was getting there. I was getting there. Quick question though. So basically, she wants her own career. She doesn't want to live up in his little penthouse lair. Is she ever... worth a billion dollars? Did she ever graduate slave. college? You yeah. know, a million dollars isn't cool. A, a billion, billion dollars, dollars is, is cool. cool. This guy's got billions on billions. So this guy's cool over a bunch of times. So I got a question to the two of you. If reverse that role, you're you're a hot little. I dude. will stay the fuck home. You're a hot little dude coming out of college. There's a hot young chick. Well, this is not a hypothetical. This actually happened to me. Worth billions. And she's like, hey, sign this contract. You can, there's no fine print. You can live in my penthouse lair. I come home from work every day. All your needs are taken care of. All you got to do is fuck me kinky style. Is she fucking, is she fucking other dudes? No. All right. Not while the contract's okay. okay well, I'm. I mean, you're gonna kick to, get kicked to the curb at some point. She's hot. I'm attracted to yes. her. I'm, yeah, I'm doing exactly. that. Exactly. Why doesn't she, Why doesn't Anastasia want that? Anyway. I can still have a part time job. Point. At, point no, being, this guy's a, a master. He, you have to submit whenever he wants. You gotta submit or to when master. this chick. Ever I mean, whenever wants. he wants. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm coming back from the grocery store. I'll be there. Anyway, in a I think any dude would love that situation, but she doesn't want. I would she love her, it, but I'd tolerate it. She wants her own career, so she goes off and she's like a publisher she like works for some publishing I mean, it's house. obviously written by a woman anyway so her, she's got her new job she she's really into trying to get her career off her new bo- uh, boss jack comes in he's charming he brings her tea he knows how he, she takes her tea well the big- so, so wait her boss is serving her it, 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 this, this whole story doesn't really make sense but my favorite part about this is, is oh there's an after work function we all go to this bar and i buy drinks there's ends up being him and her at the bar. They get which they just ordered the first drink. Then Gray comes strolling in, 
power moves, and basically pulls her right the fuck out of there. And now Jack's got a hard on. He's got to have what Christian Gray's got. Yeah, because Jack ain't no cuck. That's <laughs> why. So, so her, Jack and Anastasia are at the bar. Christian walks in. Anastasia says, oh, Jack, this is uh, Christian. And he says, yeah, I'm the boyfriend. <laughs> that, that was a power douche move right there. Anyway, what, so was so, he also wearing the Robert Kraft blue shirt, white collar for power shirt, power moves? No, he was wearing the Vince McMahon uh, single color tie with a different color on top. No. Oh, Windsor, <laughs> double Windsor, Byron Saxton, triple Windsor. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> thickness. So Jack wants her to take a trip to New York. This is on no notice. Business, business for and sure. And like I said, she wants to get her career off the ground. So she's like, yeah, I guess I'll do this. She wants to get her career off the ground, but this Jack guy's known for fucking all of his assistants and them leaving. Well, that comes out later, yeah. She doesn't really know this at the time, but she's getting subtle hints that this Jack guy wants to pork. This, also, sa- this chick sounds more clueless than Alicia Silverstone in the 90s. Also, Christian Dorian Gray has a, a dossier on everybody. <laughs> dossier. So uh, this is how you learn that Jack's had multiple Harley. assistants in the last couple of months. Harley spelled dossier. D o i s s i e r. All right, you threw an extra i in there, but you were close enough. Go. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, Dorian gives tells her, "I don't want you to go to New York, but uh, you know, if you got to, I'll come with you." <laughs> So she's like, ah, I don't think I'm going to go. So she goes into the office, Jack's office, to basically say, yeah, the last minute notice. Well, I- hold on real quick. This the story is, is Christian Gray says, no, you can't go to New York. And she says, I'm going to New York. And he goes, well, then you'll have to stay with me in my hotel. And then like anybody would do trying to do a power move. She goes, oh, yeah, sure. That's OK. Like. Why'd you go to Wisconsin? Yeah, man? oh, is she uh, did she graduate from UW? She She's a badger, a badger eh? Anyway, oh, a badger. Anyway, uh, how, like, why did she say yes to that? You can't be pulling out stipulations like that that early. Like, that seems like he they just got back together, and all of a sudden he's cock blocking a New York boss uh, like trip thing. No, I don't like it. Anyway, continue. Sorry. So, uh, no, you're good. So she goes in the office basically to tell Jack, look, uh, this was, you didn't give me enough notice. I can't go to New York on this business trip. And then he, Jack starts, you can just see the switch turn. He's had enough of playing fucking a <laughs> nice guy. Well, He's well, going to get thing, what he wants. But the other thing, he kind of knows Christian Gray, so he knows that this chick likes to get dominated yeah. into forceful sex, or supposedly. All right, so at this point in the movie, if you guys were... Anastasia Rose, which is the biggest stripper name I've ever heard of in my life. Who would you guys pick, Jack or uh Oh, you definitely Gray? gotta go. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you know what kind of, of money they have? I'm just, I don't know what kind of money they have, but you know, I'm not a gold digger. I'm talking, I'm talking looks, Chris. Who oh, would looks? you pick? I like Jack. I think Jack's better looking. Christian's more. Dorian's more of a pretty boy, but. Yeah, you gotta go with Jack. Jack Jack looks like he can do some German volume training. All right, yeah. so the, so all the guys who got dragged to this movie by their girlfriends and wives, like you two jabronis, would be rooting for Jack right now. <laughs> Definitely rooting for Jack. You be you be rooting for uh uh. Yeah, a, who wants sh- the billionaire sh- to get the fucking chick? Not me. <laughs> you be rooting for a Dark Knight Rises Colorado situation number one. Or just a shooter comes in and dark. kills you guy in the movie. Talk about dark. Dark Knight Rises. 
And then second of all, I thought you're we're getting Jack. gray here, but I didn't know we we're getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Continue. So, so Jack is. Uh, so she tells him, look, I can't go on the trip. It was too last minute. He walks over, power move, closes the door to his office. And then he just like turns it on, just starts talking dirty to her. My favorite part of the dialogue was if you if you're gonna if you're gonna fuck your way to the top, do it with someone that can not only make you richer, but make you smarter. Referencing himself. Did you do you remember that part? I thought he also talked about how he's uh, really good in the bed. He said, no one can make you come like me. <laughs> Just comes out right with it in the office. You know? Well, has he even fucked her yet? Like, no, not at all. Yeah, anyone could talk a big game. And then you could blow your load in 13 seconds like Rick Patino in a Chili's. <laughs> Wait, that was at a Chili's? It was at, uh, the doors were locked in some uh, local establishment. Anyway. I'm pretty sure it was a Chili's. You guys can research that. Shout if, out to Margarita Day, J-Bone, checking out the chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Margarita Day. All right, oh, we're getting off topic here. So uh, that was basically it. He's got her pinned against the closed door. He's got his arm kind of blocking the door from her opening it. Says all this stuff to her. She knees him in the crotch, screams, and runs out. Okay, so let me ask you this. First of all, the Jackos gets fired after this. Chris is breaking down this movie that he says is better. Not talking about sex at all so far. Like, this movie's supposed to be sex. Yeah, I've heard a helicopter crash. I've heard a old lady There's doing one, one old lady insinuating sex. Yeah, they, they, there, there was only, like, what, three sex scenes, maybe? I think three, yeah. But in, in like, a high, in a, like, a high, uh, I wouldn't say high budget, but, like, a high-profile nationwide movie, like... How much sex goes on these days in these type of movies? Well, this is supposed to be a fucking... A sex movie, but yeah. it's supposed to be like a sex movie for old ladies. Lady, is, girls are weird about these movies, the too. The thing is, I, I, it's a love story. It's not a sex movie. It's a fucking love story. Which is the problem, because <laughs> this isn't supposed to be a love story. There's no way this girl falls in love with this guy. Have you read the books, bro? No, but I'm just watching the movies. I'm not reviewing the books. This story yeah, makes you think no Harley sense. Harley read Harry Potter, stopping first, him from watching all first, seven. The first one that ends when her leaving the elevator was the right move. This one, they go get fucking engaged. And they're going to get married. That's, Jumping ahead. That's the point. It's a love story. They want. They just add that kinky shit, and the billionaire master likes his girl submissive because chicks, I, I guess, are into that. Which is another question I have. Ooh. Are chicks into that? Uh, I, I have. I'm gonna shit on all this. Uh, the theory of the whole thing, but we got to keep going with the the review. Well, yeah. let me ask you this: this when they have the birthday party or whatever turns into the engagement announcement or whatever and you got the fucking how, how far ahead are we jumping this, this here is the, this is this is right thing. after the knee and the crotch thing no we haven't been going in order at all we're just talking yeah, shit we're jumping it. around oh god <laughs> a real fam will be watching this <laughs> um i'm trying to follow a narrative here and well so <laughs> you're not missing much what part did the helicopter crash happen in all this near the end that's so that that was mentioned like right up top after the old lady it was Look, one of the most then, egregious parts of the movie. If you want to see the movie, go see the movie. I'm not going to tell you what happens throughout the movie. You guys aren't thing. fucking talking it up here. Chris, you said you liked it better than the first one, but obviously the first one wasn't worth the shit either because you, you're shitting on this the nonstop. The sex scenes were better in the first one. I'll give you that. And the storyline was more believable. 
So then they go to this party and Mrs. Robinson's there and his mom. And somehow the mom didn't know Mr. Ro- Mrs. Robinson had been dominating her son. Yeah. How how on the nose is calling someone Mrs. Robinson being like a hot mom? Getting That's on the nose as fuck. Well, see, what's even more on the nose about it is she's the one that turned Dorian into what he is. Like the little She molested him? Yeah. Not molested. It was more like statutory rape. It was like raped. 15 or 16 or something. Basically forced him to have sex and taught him all I those mean, things. I mean, she's a bitty, so I mean, it's not like big of a deal. Is she? She had a lot of plastic surgery You could going tell on. she was probably better looking 25 years 25, ago. 25, maybe 75 years ago. Oh, shit. She had a lot of work. So, Harley, who was the hottest person, the hottest chick in this movie besides Jack? <laughs> um, Where'd that fart come from just now? Dakota, uh, the tadpole. <laughs> hey, he calls his shots. Dakota, whatever her name is, is who's that? The main name chick. the character. Main chick, Mia. Anastasia Rose. Yeah. I like Mia. It was that the roommate? No, that's that's the uh, sister. That's Dorian's sister. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. I'd take I'd take uh, I'd take uh, the the main character Anastasia. Okay, so she's got nice tits. I. I, I got one last You see thing. him? Oh, yeah. You see him in the ass? Yeah. It's not boner-worthy in those scenes. Yeah. Yeah. She's hot. You see her You see her naked a lot. Good tits. So where are all these? Where's all this description, then? That's the problem with this movie I have. The first scene's like some sensual sex scene where you see some tits, but it's not the dominatrix thing. And then, then the one sex toy they use is just a fucking leg spreader. Ooh, that one looks oh, like it's so kinky. And then they have like another sex where they have another consensual sex, normal style at the end once he gets back from the fucking helicopter. It's got crashed. The helicopter is in good enough form to go perform in bed. That the helicopter scene was absurd. All right, so I want to uh, uh, let's go to the leg spreader thing, the the stirrups or what. That that has to be purely for girls, right? That's not getting any of our rocks off. Well, the, that's, that's a girl. Imagine her being at the uh, gynecologist getting rammed by whoever, no, right? No, the the one thing that this thing does is if you tie her arms. I like Harley's vocabulary here. The one thing that this thing does. The, the advantage of this tool. Oh, if, nice. If you tie her arms up, you can use this bar to flip her over very easily. And I believe he pulls this move in the movie, kind of flips her over with the bar. Now, I think she kind of helped. He, yeah, he, she needed her help. Otherwise, he would just twist her knees. How, how big is this girl that he can't just flip her with his arms? This guy's not that big, even though he's doing some hella chin-ups at one time. Yeah, and, this, and the little sawhorse. Yeah. Anybody that's pommel-horsing in their own house is a tool bag. Yeah, Chris just said sawhorse. Nah, something something horse. that lifts up a table. <laughs> or so, tools. So, to unless you got something else, I want to I wanna get to the end scene. All right, let's go. This is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been jumping around all over the fucking place, right, so you might as well. So, like Harley said, after the weird rapey vibes Jack was giving <laughs> off, um, Dorian Gray basically bought that publishing company and forced Jack to resign. So, at the very end... They no, he this- had already bought it before... He yeah, dar- um, yeah, you're right. So, um, at the very end, they have this birthday party for Dorian Gray at his family's mansion, and everybody's there. I thought his name was Christian. And they announce they announce that Anastasia and him are not are getting married. So the fireworks are going. There's this real romantic scene. He's good. 
Not a girl. So there's this romantic scene where Dorian proposes in this little thing. They're watching the fireworks. They go to join their family. Oh, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. You think that's how the movie's going to end? Nope. Nope. We got Jack in the woods. The camera, <gasps> pan, the camera pans up to a cliff. And who's watching the fireworks from afar? I think he's creeping. And how strung out was he? He's Hey, look, he lost his job, didn't get that kinky sex with that girl. This dude has got a hard-on for Dorian. Dude, his his eyes were bloodshot, baggy. I think he had a bottle or something in his hand. He's got a cigarette. He's looking down at the Sounds family. Sounds like a good time to me. He's looking down at the family, enjoying the fireworks, the birthday, the newly announced engagement. He looks at the photo... because. We forgot to mention earlier, Jack somehow went to this masked party, stole a photo of Dorian and his family. So he's got that photo now. He's looking down at it, takes his cigarette, burns a hole in Dorian's head <laughs> in the photo. And that's how the movie ends. So this is setting up for obvious part three. This yeah. is like uh, Spider-Man 2 with the uh, you know Green Goblin. It's just going to be a little ditty of... Jack and Dorian. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought his name was Christian. The thing is, I don't think they're going to be able to do much with Jack. Like he's, They're going to squash him in about 10 minutes into the third movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's actually going to die in a helicopter crash? <laughs> that was absurd. So, all right. So, if you had to rate this movie, what would you give it? Would you rather watch a softcore porno? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'd rather watch Spider Babe, yeah, for sure. Well, there you go. And and the first one is better. You just reviewed the second one. You can't honestly believe the second one was better than the first one after that review. I uh the first one's gotta be growing on you a little bit. I paid for the first one also, and I remember watching it like I don't even care if I waste my money. I don't Did you pay for your girlfriend too, or she paid and then you paid? You go Dutch? No, How's it work? We went Dutch oven later that night. Oh, who 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 lit the who lit the flame? <laughs> uh, no, that's it. That's an easy answer. Anyway. I know. I know what you've been going through recently. I got you. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, Harley. <laughs> I uh, I thought the second one was a lot better. It, it was more entertaining. I'm not saying it was a good movie by any stretch. This guy's got a hard on for Jack. Harley's bringing facts though over here. He said better sex scenes in the plot made more sense. Yeah, this uh, Chris just said it was more entertaining. Th- this this chick, the whole premise of this next one is he goes how he woos her back is he goes to an art gallery that she had a bunch of pictures of herself taken and the, from like one of her friends, it's the guy from How to Make It in America, the uh, Mexican or the Hispanic guy. Oh, I like him. He from the Taco Bell commercials. Yeah. You hesitate, you, you masturbate. masturbate. Um yeah, Wilfredo Gomez. All right, we're getting too deep in how to make it in Crisp, America. Crisp, not by Yossi. Um, so he had done the pictures, and then, of course, Christian goes in and buys them all, and then he goes up, oh, man, all your photos sold to the same person. And then, of course, here comes Christian Gray. I bought all your photos. Can I please have can I please have dinner? After she had promised dinner to the other guy already. Yeah. And then they go to dinner and says, Oh, I need a chance to talk to you. And she's like, okay. And then, boom, sex. All right. Never happens. He didn't even pull any money out. And then he he wrote her a check for, what, $25,000? (laughs) $24,000. She rips it up. 
He immediately no calls one rips his, up a check for twenty four thousand. He immediately calls his assistant. Yeah, uh, uh, Julie. Yeah, transfer twenty four thousand dollars in Anastasia's account, and she freaks out. <laughs> Christian, how do you have my bank account information? Oh then she uses God. the twenty four thousand dollars to what buy a trip to uh it was somewhere like Bermuders. Oh yeah, Aspen. There you go. <laughs> Did no one teach this billionaire cuck that there's many fish in the sea? Harley saying there's nothing to ride home with, but she says she got nice tits and an ass. But She's have you been Christian Christian Gray? Have you been on Instagram lately? Jesus fucking Christ! These hoes out here. This won't spoil anything, but not the, that the girl. They, the girlfriend in Get Out, Stop. Way, way hotter. We're not talking about Get Out right now. That's later. All right, so are we done with Fifty Shades of Grey? Darker? Fifty Shades Darker? What's it called? Fifty Shades of Grey? I beat that pussy like a drummer? <laughs> All right, well, uh, from from the podcast I've listened to, mostly from Asa Akira, but I've listened to another dominatrix on a podcast. Apparently, the dudes who are into the dominatrix shit are like Paul Giamatti, the billions. They're, they're in the <laughs> Brian Koppelman. <laughs> the the guys who are into the dominatrix shit aren't the dominators. Like the the millionaire guys, they're the fucking submissive dudes because during their the psychology behind it, according to the fucking dominatrixes, which whether it's true or not, who fucking knows. But is since these guys are running shit 24-7, they're bossing people around, doing all that shit, and they're off time to get their rocks off. They want to be bossed around and, you know, whipped and being told what to do and all that kind of shit. So the fact that the billionaire guy is the one bossing her around and trying to do all this shit doesn't make sense in the dominatrix lane. His scenario may be a little different, though, because he was the submissive when he was, like, in his teens and early 20s to the older lady. So now that he's got money and power... So he's a switcher? Yeah. I guess, he, he bats both ways, I guess. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, though. Paul right. Giamatti and Billions love nothing more than have cigarettes burned on his chest and... Spoilers. And, and a gag ball in his mouth. Are you guys fans of Billions? Oh, I yeah. love Billions. Oh, yeah. have, you, have you been watching the second season? Yeah, yeah, it's been good. I, I, I Damian no, no, Lewis. No spoilers. Damian Lewis. It's hard to get a not picture him as Brody from Homeland. Very good as Axelrod. Love X. <laughs> Big X guys. Apparently, I'll, I'll have to catch up on that in 2017.